This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We love doing this prank. It's where we do a fake radio show. We've done it many times, many different incarnations. This one is Bacon and Bronson. Uh, Steve Bacon and Tommy Three Rings Bronson. Tommy played the game, gives generic meathead athlete opinions. Bacon is a little weasel that totally kowtows to Bronson in every single way. And we have a blogger from Denver Stiff's blog. Uh, we even butcher his name several times. It's Brendan Vote. Uh, but God bless this man is, quite frankly, we were jerks to him. It went like this. Bacon and Bronson. Steve Bacon and Tommy Three Rings Bronson. One has three championship rings. The other changed the sabermetric blog game in the mid-cities. One is 6'4", 250. The other is roughly average sized. Bacon and Bronson. Saturday overnights and holidays on 105.3 The Fan. All right, we're cooking on a Friday afternoon. Bacon and Bronson bringing you all the best sports action. It's going to be a loaded weekend. Don't forget to do something nice for your mother. Sherry's Berries, berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Cha-ching, brother. Yeah. We got to get paid. Some guys that are going to see a high-pressure game seven. The Denver Nuggets going head-to-head with the Portland Trailblazers. It's been a phenomenal series. So many great numbers we can break down. We'll do that later in the show. But joining us from the blog Denver Stiffs is Brendan Vogt, uh, writer for Denver Stiffs. How you doing, Brendan? I'm doing well, gentlemen. How are we doing today? We're doing great. Thanks for jumping on. What were your thoughts last night as that Game 6 was going on? I know you didn't want to see a Game 7. Yeah, I was pretty locked into that to that Denver Game 6 for sure. That's all you have? <laughs> I'm sorry. I missed the question there, man. I didn't quite hear you. Yeah, what were your thoughts going on as the Game 6 was going down? I imagine you were pretty stressed out. I think we were kind of expecting this series to go to Game 7 to come back to Denver. <laughs> It would have been a lot to win again in Portland. We know they're capable of it. But if this series has taught us anything, it's that momentum really means nothing in these playoff series. Brendan, I like your swag. I mean, uh, I'm stuck here doing the show with this pencil neck geek. God, come Look, on, I, I mean, never played the game. I can tell a guy like you, your gait, the way you carry yourself. You played the game. You know what you're talking about. So I want to dive right in. To me, I watch right. these teams. All right? Both teams play hard. They leave it out there. No issue with that. But as I, as I watch this, I see... The Blazers, they hate to lose, and it's obvious. It's written all over them, right? But the Nuggets, you know, they love to win. So it's one team loves to win, one team hates to lose. You know, when the when the final bell rings, who's going to answer the call? You know, that's an interesting way of framing it. I think this Denver team is still learning what it means to lose in the postseason, right? Whereas, whereas Portland's been there a couple of times. They've, they've taken some good teams into the playoffs and fallen short. So you're right. It's avoiding that that loss, that pain that motivates Portland. See, Steve, you don't understand what he's saying. These are a couple athletes talking to each other, and you're on the outside looking in. Me and Brendan, we know what's up because we played the game, and you're just sitting there with your damn scorebook trying to add up all the stats for your mom. I can definitely tell that you knew what you were talking about, Tommy. You played right, Brendan? I played a little bit growing up, sure. Growing up? Yeah, no, I wasn't a college athlete or anything, guys, but I played a little hoops. Oh, okay. Uh, so you did not play in college? 
That's correct. And nothing at the pro level. That's correct. Hmm. So really, it's just Tommy who really knows. Uh, you're listening to Bacon and Bronson here on Friday afternoon. Got some really great stuff to get to. So, man, how did the Joker become so unstoppable? He's a guy who looks like your dad at the YMCA or my dad at the YMCA, but he's dominating the best athletes in the world. Um, he's doing it without the ability to jump, without really the ability to run too fast. Actually, Tommy, I'd really like to know your perspective on that since you've gone against guys like that. One of my favorite guys ever to go against is a Denver guy. You're you're in Denver, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, you know Mark Slareth, Stink, my guy? Yeah, of course. I mean, Nick, you talk about a guy that you can go lift weights with, right? Sweat it up in the gym, and then you take it out on the field and you leave it all out there. That's good stuff. That's him. <laughs> That's him. A, a true champion like myself. Got a lot of, you know, running out of fingers to put the rings on. Uh, actually had two more fingers on my left hand to put rings on, but I've got three. And 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 look, here's the thing that I want to know: Who wants it more? You guys can sit here with your box scores and your saber metrics and blog all day about who did what while you're sitting there in your living room eating nachos. All right, we are the guys who blood pours out of ourselves Damn. as we're on the field, fields covered in blood and sweat and tears and work ethic because we're there all day, right? And so what I'm telling you is you can't see this on your TV screen while you're geeking it up with your friends, but you got to know who wants it more. So I'll ask you this, Brendan, which team wants it more? You know, to your earlier point, I do think it's Portland that's coming in with this motivation of we've been this far and we've lost before and we're not going to do it again. Whereas Denver's a team that still has to learn that. This is their first taste of this. Right. They almost don't know any better, guys. There's a little naivete there. Yeah, but so Brandon, hold on a second. Tommy, who do you think, though? If you kids are where, where you been? Look, I made my money in the league by the work I put in during the week. Yeah. And what I want to know is who's having the more crisp practice leading up to the game, right? Some guys, hey, Hey, the Avengers is out. I got to go watch it. Uh, hey, I'm catching up on Game of Thrones. Right, Barry's right. pretty good this week. Right. I want to know the guys <laughs> that when they get done lifting weights, they're lifting more weights. I want to know the guy that's like carrying a heavy binder. Even if he's in the elevator, he's like doing little mini curls with it. I want to know the guys that lift weights after they lift weights. And so who are the guys racing to, to get to the DVR? Who are the guys, hey, where are we going to land in Fortnite? And who are the guys who are busting their chops ready to win this game. To me, that's what it comes down with. But, hey, that's just based on my experience being a three-time world champ. I don't know what you nerds want to talk about. Brandon, have you seen any of the practices? Yeah, we, we get to walk in at the end of Nuggets practices. We're not actually allowed to view the practices in their entirety, though. But you can't you, even see the practice? But have you that's seen correct. any of the weightlifting sessions that Tommy can know? We have not seen the weightlifting sessions, no, sir. Do you know? Not media available. Is there any, hmm. is there any talk out there about who's doing it? The biggest on the Nuggets team, I'm not sure. I mean, right now we're not really talking about weight room. We're talking about basketball and execution in a seven game series. So I yeah. don't know. But hey. in, in, in terms of that focus you're talking about, guys, we know that one of the baddest men in the planet wears a Portland uniform, and Damian Lillard. We know he's focused, and we know it's a singular focus. So I would be a little worried about that man coming into my building on Sunday. Yeah, Tommy definitely recognizes that focus. Bank, uh, Bacon and Bryson here on a Friday afternoon. I think it's time to get to the three keys of the game. So let's get go ahead and get to the three keys of the game. Tommy, what are they? Number Well, the first one is, is, is as easy as this. First one in the building and last one out of the building. 
who's going to be that guy that's the first one in and the last one out? The guy who's working his tail off, lifting all the weights, watching all the film, you know, all the, you know, the guy who's saying, hey, the team's coming to me. I got this appearance. Can you get, no, you're not doing any of that because I got to lift more weights. Who's the first one in and the last one out? That's who's going to be victorious. Gosh, good. You agree with that, Brendan? <laughs> well, I, I guess so, guys. I mean, I think that mentality definitely manifests. Thank you. Hold on a second. Thank you for the vote of confidence. That's what I'm talking about. I want to hear it the other two. Bro, though. you got my back. I love it. What is number, number two? two? Key number two. Number two. <laughs> Nothing comes easy in this league, boys. God's good. <laughs> Brendan? Sure, guys. Nothing comes easy in this league. I mean, it's just a point. I hate to break it down so simply. And and people stare at me like, hey, what? You you get hit one too many times. You get too many concussions. Why is it so simplified? But, guys, we don't need to make it complex. You can talk about the zone or the man. And look, the man, each guy's going to grab a man and they're going to follow that guy around the court literally. A zone? Well, you're just going to guard a particular zone on the court. You can get deep into the X's and O's and the sabermetronics and all the stuff you guys want to do, but at the end of the day, it just comes down to nothing comes easy in this league. Having so, said that, I still love when you break it down. Like hey, that well, I appreciate it. But it's like, don't. Yeah, you know. Hey, and, and basically, it comes down to this, Brennan. There's no need to overcomplicate things. It's game seven. You've worked hard to get to this point. Just play your game. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. It's All right, hang on, Brandon. I want to hear it. Hold on. I want to hear it. Number three is Tommy. What's number three? <laughs> number three, this is the most important, Brendan. I know you're going to agree with me. You sound like you've watched a lot of sports, even if you've never played. It's Brandon. And that is bring your A game. Bring your A game. That is the third and final key. Don't bring your B game. Don't bring your C game. Don't bring your D game. Don't bring your E game. Bring your A game and nothing short of that. No G, no H, no F, no K, no Z. Your A. Bring your A game if you want to win, and and that's the bottom line. But, hey, that's just from a former player's perspective. I played the game. I know what I'm talking about. You guys clearly have not. But at any level, even at the small level in which you've played sports, yes, you have to bring your A game if you want to win. Okay, so Brandon is an outsider that doesn't really know. What would you say of those three keys are the most important? Well, you know, that last one about playing your A game, it's going to be about what you can bring if you can't bring your A game. Not you're, you're not guaranteed to hit your shots in this game. You're not guaranteed to execute. But you don't have time to recover. It's one game. So you got to make up for it with heart and grit on defense. Now you're talking. Offensive glass. Heart this and grit a- on defense. Now you're talking. Who's the uh, – yeah, I don't really follow the other sports besides the NFL, but there's who's the uh, the little coaches? Is it the Van Gundys? The one of them's yeah. a fat short guy with a mustache, Stand just a fat uh, bald Van guy. The, yeah, the the old bald guy and the short fat guy, the gun the Gundys, right? Van Gundy. So I saw Van Gundy one time, the bald one, and I, I, I you know I just we we were signing autographs at a show together. He's I've like, heard hey, this is an amazing. I, I don't watch much football. I'm like, I don't watch much tennis or golf or whatever you play. He's like, oh, I was an NBA coach. I was like, great, never heard of you. And then I found out later, I was embarrassed. I said, hey, okay, apparently he's a decent coach. I love this story. But I saw him and I was like, bro, you're four foot nothing. You know, you weigh 87 pounds soaking wet. You smell like a Nighthawk TV dinner. Yeah, what the hell are you going to tell me about sports, bro? The bottom line comes down to I don't know who coaches these teams, but whoever played the most real sports in their life, that team's going to win. Guys like Van Gundy don't have nothing. What does that mean to you, Brendan? Well, the Van Gundys actually played. They may not be big 
big-time athletes like you, but they did play the game, and they do know the game well. So what, Where'd they play? With you there, but like Ballsack State? The where'd they play? I think Jeff Van Gundy played at Nazareth. Hey, look, they're not they're not big-time players, man, and, and your point is made. But oh. A lot of the best coaches in this league were not were not great players. Are you man, kinda, are you, oh, which are you ones? Bowing up to him? All the best all the best coaches clearly played, or else they have no business being in the sport. Just like well, the media, if you haven't played, you shouldn't be in the in the media. Well, I got good news for you, man. Michael Malone played point guard growing up. He's oh my God, Carl Malone! Game, so Carl Malone, right. one of the best. Bl- I mean, I even know about Carl Malone, one of the greatest low post scorers ever. He was played incredible. with John Stockton, and they played back in the day when men wore shorts like they're supposed to wear where you can see the whole package, so they're telling everybody, hey, this is what I'm packing down here at Holmes. Different Malone, but still a great point, Tommy. You're bringing that heat today. Is that the – which – are you talking about Sam Malone, the bartender? Who are you talking about? That would be the head coach of the Denver Nuggets there, guys. Michael my bad. Malone. My bad. Hey, 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 look. Steve Bacon. Steve Bacon's our basketball guy. That's my bad, bro. Uh, so, as you going to game seven, what are you thinking, Brendan? You know, I think Denver's got one of the best home court advantages in the league right now, the best in the Western Conference right now, so – you got to like their chances going home in seven. Uh, Portland has presented some challenges. Tell me what are your final Lillard thoughts. Is a, is I'd love to hear your final thoughts on this talk. I think in any sport, granted I haven't watched much of the NBA playoffs, but I feel like I'm qualified to give you an expert analysis. Just because I've been on the gridiron, played a real sport, football. The bottom line is this. When the game is on the line and guys' livelihoods are on the line, and it's like people would ask me, hey, uh, Tommy, what you prefer a three four versus a four three? And I'm like, man, I don't want to blow your mind with the real analysis. Just go break it down for us. I don't want to break it down. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I, we're gonna lose audience because no, no, it's too complicated. Again, I want to hear it again. All right, so if you're an outside linebacker <laughs> in a three four, now you can still rush the passer. But if you're, you know, because there's four linebackers and three down linemen in a four three, four down linemen only three linebackers. So right. typically, I'd be a defensive end in that package, and it's like people look at me like. Duh, what? I'm like, yeah, that's right, because you never played the game. You don't even know what you're talking about. But what I would say to the layman, the layperson out there, the person who's just dumb as a box of rocks, hanging on, trying to watch sports because they love talking about their damn fantasy team at their barbecue or whatever, they're blind. They don't even know what the hell they're talking about. But I would just say this. Who wants it more? Because it's nut crunch time. It's gut check time. Mm-hmm. Who's going to arrive the earliest and leave the latest after this game when everybody's celebrating? Who's lifting weights ready for the next series? That's who's going to win this game. So to me, it all comes down to like I've never seen either of these teams play, but I would say whoever lifts the most weights will win. That's such good stuff. Uh, Branton, thank you so much for providing your uninformed outsider opinion. Really appreciate it, man. Where can people read your work if they want to get that perspective? It's on denverstiff.com. You can follow me on Twitter at bvote422. Uh, I guess I missed the point of the show here, guys. Not sure what we're going for, but maybe what do you mean? back one day and we'll try it again. <laughs> I'm working with Steve Bacon. He never played sports, so how am I supposed to work with that? Hey, I understand, guys. No, it was a pleasure very much. Thanks for having me on. All right, thanks a lot. Uh, coming up next, Jerry Jones, the owner, versus Jerry Jones, the general manager. From a player's perspective. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Because what you say doesn't matter. Right. Coming up next. Hey, thanks, Brendan. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, you good times. Hey, and sorry, man. We're trying to figure out our way around this. It's uh, kind of a work in progress, but thank you. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you. It's all good, man. You guys got it. <laughs> thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Hey, much love. God bless you, man.
Take care. Take guys. care, bro. Take God, care. God, my chest is full of phlegm. <laughs> Brantley? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. What a wow. great guy. Well, I know about you guys, but I'm ready for Game 7 on Sunday now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Man, that was good stuff. I love how you kept interrupting him to go to Tommy. It started right in the six, middle of his question. Six <laughs> minutes into it's when he started getting heated, little by little. He's how giving much? an answer, and Skinner would interrupt him and go, what about you, Tommy? <laughs> All right, we'll uh, podcast that. Uh, hopefully, if you got in the middle of it, you can get from the beginning and circulate it with your friends by all means. Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.